0: Hi, everybody. I'm Peter Travers. Welcome to Popcorn, where we tell you what's happening at the movies. And there is a movie now called Hacksaw Ridge, directed by Mel Gibson, his first movie as a director in 10 years. And I think it's just one of the best movies you're going to see anywhere right now. So after you listen to this interview, you're permitted to go out and do it. Anyway, <laughs> Mel, it's hey. great having you here. Yeah, good to see and, you. Hey, it's great glad to have you, you back it. in the yeah. saddle.
1: Oh, yeah, I like it. I bet you do. I dig it. You know, that's that's it's what I like. Ten it's years is not directing.
0: Yeah, what's well, the most fun you can me. have standing up? I've got to ask the question everybody wants to ask right away. Yeah. What's with the beard? Oh, the beard. <laughs> I got all kinds <laughs> of on. answers for this. You know, you do I, you? David Letterman has one. Yeah, ZZ I know. Top. Yeah, you right. have that look.
1: The ZZ Top thing. Yeah. I'm actually working on a film with Sean Penn over in Ireland. It's called A Professor and the Madman, and in a strange twist of character well he's playing the madman okay and i'm the professor but it's a true story it's about the the formulation of the oxford english dictionary and the two it sounds boring well it does
0: because you say all right i that's what i'm gonna hear about the oxford english dictionary you're gonna hear about words Mm -hmm. it's good though yeah and you're still in the midst of making it
1: yeah are you gonna keep this thing no no as soon as (laughs) as soon as it's over i'm gonna lose it i'm just tired of this man it's like I'm, you know, I ring it out once a week for leftovers to make soup. You know, <laughs> it's, it's like horrible. it's
0: a, it's like an animal. Yeah, doing yeah. It. it's
1: roadkill on you. Yeah, your
0: face yeah it uh. is. Anyway, we'll talk about that when that comes out. But yeah. right now, it's all about Hacksaw Ridge, and the fact that you've made another movie. I mean, I'm a big fan of Apocalypto. I love what's going on in terms of the challenge yeah. that that character is facing. This is even. A greater challenge in a way, isn't it? It's, it's kind of more of a moral kind of like, it's got more of a, the guy's, he, he faces down on everything. He's got convictions, he has beliefs. We should say, he Desmond Daz, this is a true story. Yeah, him. true Andrew story. Garfield is playing, who was in the Second World War, I think, the only conscientious objector to get the Congressional Medal of Honor. Yeah,
1: he yeah. was, and they, they say, well, hang on, That's Alvin York did it first, but Alvin York actually shot he people. He shot, he had. Yeah, but uh, uh, Desmond Doss did not. He never touched a weapon, and he went to the epicenter of the hell of war, and, and Okinawa was, like, in the Pacific theater, was probably the greatest loss of life. It was. It was the worst conflict in the Pacific theater, and uh, Desmond was in, in amongst, he was in the thick of that. And when everybody else was ordered to retreat, he stayed up there and he just, he did his thing and, you know, in peril the whole time. So, pretty heroic guy.
0: When you what? it's, it's, it seems, when we say hero, it seems simple when we say it. Sure. Nothing was simple for this guy. Basic training was not simple for him. Everybody thought instead of being principled he was a coward sure he was persecuted yeah Yeah. but he
1: stuck with it you know if you'll pardon the expression he stuck to his guns Mm -hmm. but uh he he never wavered and it's interesting that even in in the in this kind of like testing place you know his metal was tested in the midst of hell and he sort of kept his equilibrium and his convictions and his beliefs all through that and he he was actually honing his higher aspects in the middle of hell on earth, the, uh, an experience that reduces most men to the level of animals, this guy was on another level. And it's all true.
0: He's on that ridge, and he's lowering, what did it, 75 soldiers, he said.
1: He got 75 guys off by himself, single-handedly, lowering them down like a you know, big escarpment on a ropes. And uh, we don't know how he did it. I mean, he was only 158 pounds, wringing wet, six feet tall, skinny guy. But he managed to get that done
0: and andrew garfield plays the hell out of that oh yeah he's fantastic he really does so what was it when you get this somebody brings this story to you what Mm -hmm. makes you say this is the one i'm gonna do they brought it to me and i i turned it down like twice uh, since you know over 10 years usually the instinct you have when you turn something down is a good one isn't it i think so what was wrong what wasn't there I don't know. I just, I read it, and I, sometimes it takes a little while for it
1: to work its way. I did the same thing with Braveheart. I didn't, I turned it down, and then three years later, I thought, like, what's, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's a good idea. Oh, so it's
0: a good thing that you're turning things down, then. Yeah, If you turned so. down Braveheart, that was good. I did, yeah. yeah. And then I eventually did it. And the same with this. <laughs> you funny, did. I just read it
1: on page 54, you know, salty tears on the page and stuff. So it affected me emotionally, and I, I saw the real, I saw the heroism in this guy, and it's it's really the pinnacle of heroism. I mean, who does that? Could you do that? And it's not really here. Here's the thing. I I realized all of a sudden, this is not a war film. This is a love story. Because it's like uh, um, he just, he goes in again and again and again. He lays his life on the line for his brothers without a weapon in the worst place possible. I mean, greater love hath no man than, you know, to lay down his life for his friends. And this guy just kept on doing it. And he got away with it.
0: These bullets, grenades, everything is going off. Oh, yeah. Oh, Yeah. 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 For you, there's always in your movies as a director, I mean, maybe not Man Without a Face, which is the first one, but that guy is really messed up. Mentally, he's got issues that are happening there. But certainly in Braveheart, certainly in Passion of the Christ, certainly in Apocalypto and Now, This is in an arena of violence that people are being put to the
1: test. Sure. I mean, this is where you find out who you are, I think. I mean, they call them the greatest generation. Mm -hmm. And they were were severely put to the test. But, you know, it's interesting. I've been talking to veterans. I talked to them from the first war. I talked to the old men who were in the trenches in the Dardanelles when I was a kid. I talked to the Second World War guys. My dad is a Second World War. He was in Guadalcanal Mm -hmm. in the Pacific. And, and the Korean War guys I talked to. I remember talking to uh, uh, Jimmy Garner about uh, Korea. And, and uh, uh, the Vietnam guys I talked to, Australian, American, and now the veterans today. And they're all like very similar uh, people. So I don't know, they're all marked, I think, by, by the experience of combat. Uh, they're never the same again after. Um, and that's kind of sad. I think we focus on PTSD in the film. Uh, through the character of Hugo, weaving mainly, right, father, and you know, it was before they had a name for yeah. it, or maybe they call it shell shock or something. Mm-hmm. But um, and that that's something I hope that sort of focuses. And I think the battle had to be pretty visceral and, and kind of hard. Um, you know, not so hard that people run out screaming, but hard so that you could appreciate or empathize what it must be like for men who have to go into these situations. To create some sort of understanding. And uh, uh, so they're not, you know, we tend to look at them like they're nuts or something when they come out. You've got to understand these guys. And now they're dropping the hammer on themselves at a great rate. I think it's 22 a day is the, you know, the figure. I don't know how they arrive at that. It's probably more. Mm-hmm. I think it's within 120 days of combat, they count it. And after that, it's just something else. But uh, they need a lot of love and attention, these guys. And I think the message of the film, as I say, it's a love story, not a war film. It's hard, but the, the message is really about, you know, hate war, but you got to love the warrior, you know. Did you ever
0: meet him before? His- I didn't meet him.
1: He was already gone. Mm-hmm. He died in 2006. Mm-hmm. So uh, I didn't meet him before, he, uh, before I got involved. But, you know, some of the other people did. And, you know, it's good. And a lot of his son came to the screenings, you know. He was blown away. He was in tears the whole time. He went up to Andrew afterwards and said, you nailed my pop. You nailed it. Which... He did. I, I don't know if you've seen real footage of Desmond. I stuff. have, yeah. Wow, yeah. Andrew yeah. got it.
0: But I think it's his faith. His sure. faith kind of gets him mm. through what somebody with PTSD isn't really having. Yeah. His principle never wavers
1: during no, this. it doesn't. He gets a couple of weak moments, but he just he just soldiers in and soldiers on. He's, it turns out that he's unshakable in that way. And, uh, you know, he transcends the experience. hmm so it's uh, he gets above the whole thing. He's on another realm, you know, because he lives his life on another plane. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of what we have to do today. Everybody has to do that, especially with this election at the moment. You have to get above.
0: Is that happening now?
1: What? The election? Yeah. I I, it I, is. I look with disbelief, you know. Yeah. You know?
0: What are you? What's your reaction to? Well,
1: it? well the good news is it's 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 nearly over. And it is? and the bad news is that one of those people is going to win. It's What's Terrifying. the worst
0: scenario? I don't know. No. <laughs> Come on, just you looking. know.
1: It's just—it's a crapshoot. I, <laughs> I don't think we
0: know, but we'll find out. Uh, we'll find out. Look we'll, at—he says we'll, with a we'll smile. All spanked. Maybe we'll that it. will be another uh, uh, <laughs> Mel Gibson movie one day, yeah. uh, where we do the life of Donald Trump and see what's going on in that. Yeah. But I—I I concentrate. I'm focusing on Desmond Dawson's faith because. Sure. I, what is that for you? Is it—is that crucial in your life still? Listen, I look at a character like Desmond. And it inspires
1: the heck out of me because it's it, it, it. He had a faith that I don't think I have, you know. So when you see somebody else who's able to really put their money where their mouth is, if you like, uh, about what faith is to them, and to really kind of crawl into the mouth of hell. Yeah, it's it's. I don't believe that I could do that, but I certainly admire someone who can, and that's why that story I find so fascinating. And it's...
0: But it's, isn't it striving? Isn't it the striving to do it? Not being perfect? Well, yeah. Basically saying, well, yeah, I'm going to try up. to get through this when everybody tells me I shouldn't? Well, that's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah, of course. And, you know, we're all going to have those moments. And it's being able to stand strong in that wind, you know. Well,
0: you had that moment. You had that 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, sure. This, is a, this was a big deal where yeah. after Apocalypto comes out, you get the DUI. Oh, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, but what... Yeah. How do you rise above it, as you have? Well, you have
1: to because it's like it's a it's a like a, a tsunami of crap that hits you, you know, <laughs> all of a sudden. And you know, you okay, I'm 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 on eight double tequilas in the back of a cop car, having a nervous breakdown. You know, I said some stupid, <laughs> and it's like you know, you wake up the next day and like ah, and it's like you know, you know, I made all the necessary mea culpas and all that sort of stuff. But ten years is a long time to think about that. So you can't dwell on it. you got to just move ahead, do the work, and get better. And quite truly, you know, if you're branded as some kind of hater or something, I've never had an action that sort of supports that theory or that label. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it isn't really me. But it's,
0: it's alcohol.
1: Me. Sure. That creates
0: that. Sure. Has that yeah. always been something in your life?
1: Of course. You know that comes from that's that's hereditary. I come from Irish stock. You know, it's like <laughs> hey, I've
0: got Monahan. In
1: yeah. Okay. There yeah. you go. No, but you I'm got sticking Monahan? to popcorn now. Whoa. Yeah. It's Monahan. That's worse than mononucleosis. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. How long did it take you to get past that, so that you can then say, I'm going on with my life. I'm doing. This.
1: Uh, pretty quick, actually. You know, I got sober, and then you know moved on. I got over it quicker than everybody else. You know,
0: because you can't pay attention to it. Otherwise, it'll bury you. But look, see, you've got not only a career, but you've got kids. This is going to be your ninth? Ninth kid. Whoa. Yeah, I've got stretch marks. What do you say? I <laughs> mean. Dude, really? That's okay. Like,
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 what do you <laughs> say? Stretch
0: marks, yeah. It's like a mental stretch
1: mark. No, but it's good. I mean, I dig it. You know, it's, it's a blessing. Another life. I mean, uh, uh, I look forward to it. I mean, who's it going to be? You know? Yeah, who's it going to be? And I'm good. I'm getting better at
0: it. You know,
1: as you go, you get better. Well, that's I, practice. Nine times? Are yeah, you kidding? Yeah, it's pretty
0: good. Now, your son Milo is in Hacksaw
1: Yeah, yeah. Number uh, what is he? He's number six.
0: <laughs> <laughs> number six. Very number good. Number six, son. See, I wouldn't know. I can't check yeah. you on that.
1: Yeah, number six. Ex- he's he's in there. He's like 26 now. Good-looking kid. He's he looks know?
0: exactly like you.
1: Not exactly. I mean, well, not the beard. He's genetically, you know, he's he's got he's got a few ex, you know. He's a, he's a drip off the old, well, chip off the old block.
0: What's it like directing your kid? Uh,
1: he doesn't listen to me like always. <laughs> but that's good. It's probably best he doesn't because, you know, most of the time, you know, I say stuff to the actors like Garfield or, mm-hmm. or Sam Worthington or Vince Vaughn, or, and I, I think, why maybe I shouldn't have said that because, you know, you got to be careful. Mostly, I think, a good director is the guy, if he has good people, he kind of leaves them alone, and if it's not broken, don't fix it. And it's mostly stuff like, yeah, do it a little faster, will you? Or, you know, maybe some other stuff, but uh, these guys bring their A-game. They were fantastic. I've never, th- I've never seen them any of them as good as they are in this. They really brought
0: it. Well, I like that you, the action hero, are now doing a movie about the Oxford English Dictionary. That's really yeah. the action hero role of your career. Yeah. I don't know what you and Sean Penn are cooking up with that. But Sean's amazing. Yes. Yeah. He's amazing. I'm, this guy blows my mind. But when you see something like your Lethal Weapon movies, which people love so much, become sure. a TV series then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. What, does it make you feel <laughs> old, happy?
1: I don't what? know what it does. I haven't seen it. I haven't had time. Who's got time to watch TV? I don't. Do you? Mm -hmm. There's no time. I mean, who's going to watch this? Nobody.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Might as well get naked. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, sure. That's a popcorn (laughs) (laughs) movie. Yay. (laughs) We'll do all that. (laughs) But did you, now that you're back in this acting game, but you're doing this movie, are you happy? Is it, is it? Oh, yes. Are you liking that as much as directing or is directing the thing you Oh Oh, no, no. but they're both great.
1: I always loved acting. I really love directing. I mean, it's really, literally the most fun you can have standing up, but but the, the the bug, it's the same essentially. It's just more if you're directing. And I just feel grateful and fortunate to be able to do what I'm doing at the moment.
0: I hear that you're going to do not only, uh, I hope this is happening, that you're going to do the follow-up to, about the resurrection.
1: Yeah, that's probably about three years out.
0: doesn't matter. It's, but it's
1: like, because that's a big subject. I mean, theologically. It's a big
0: subject, but look what you did. You put your own money up to do it. Yeah. And yeah. it became the biggest hit of an R-rated movie ever. I think so. I think something passed it. I don't know what... No, what could? We don't want to hear it anymore. I don't know. No, no. Oh, yeah, no, we I the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yeah, we don't really want to know that. When you're looking at your own work as a director, not an actor, mm-hmm. when you look back on it, what okay. makes you the most satisfied about what you did? I don't want you to say, oh, this is my greatest work. I mean, you mm. win an Oscar for Braveheart That's for fine, directing, yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah, well... That's Does that do you watch that? Do you have have you looked back at it? Uh, at what? Braveheart at the film? Yeah.
1: No, I haven't watched it. No. Really? No, it's been a while. You should. It's really good.
0: Yeah, I watch it. <laughs> uh,
1: I, you get sick of watching them, you know, when you're editing. Mm-hmm. And then I just remember some of the stories attached to it. Like, uh, I remember it was three hours and fifteen minutes at one stage, and and I had this great editor who I worked with again called Steve Rosenblum, and. Uh, Rosenblum and I were sitting there scratching our heads, figuring, how do we get a half hour out of this? And uh, we couldn't figure it out because we were so close to it. And it took a studio head to come in and give us a general note. That was Sherry Lansing. She gives us this general note. And we're like, we look at her and we look at each other and we said, what would she know? How did she get this job? You know, and 24 hours later, we're going, she's right. She's <laughs> Ray's right.
0: first studio head. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and, but, the, but you know what? That simple note that she gave us enabled us to go from three hours 15 to two hours 48 and it just made the thing snap along difference. yeah oh yeah big deal
0: well when i'm coming back to hacksaw ridge for this because a lot of people call this movie a lot of things besides good a lot of to a lot of people to come back for you to do this uh it's also a academy award contender does that how does that idea remember at venice you get a 10 minute Standing ovation. Yeah, well, you know, one? I timed it. It was only nine minutes and forty-eight seconds. Oh, well, then it's yeah. nothing. You know, pop popcorn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right. just forget right. it. It was good. <laughs> yeah, no, I. Hey, listen, nothing. that's gratifying. See, does it mean? Does the award mean anything? Is it validating in of some essential way? Yeah,
1: affirmation. I mean, it, it lets you know you're doing the right thing, mm-hmm. If people dig and respond to it. And the whole audience was on their feet. I was like, wow, that's that's cool. Um, you know, I don't make films for an elite. I make them for everybody. So it's, uh, it, was, it was very gratifying to know that I'm on the right track and maybe, maybe I know what I'm doing. If, if it's like being a chef. If people go, yum, yum, I'll eat
0: and, it, and the plate's clean. They went yum, yum. And yeah. Like, this is what, because if, if they're not there, is that a sense of failure to you if they're not there? I would think so, you know, if, yeah. if, if, if they don't
1: connect with it on some yeah. level or if it doesn't affect them the way you want it to affect them or,
0: you know, if they don't join in that Mm -hmm. experience. Because it's public dreaming, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. And not everybody's going to have the same dream. Well, Mel, I haven't had you on this show yet. And (sighs) the great thing is that you don't know that we end in song. You end in song? Yeah. There's always a little bit. What are we singing? Geez, I can't think of any. What do you sing to the kids? Oh, I just make stuff up. That's good. Do that. <laughs> just give me a little <laughs> bit of something you made up.
1: Geez, I, I can't do that. I, sure you can. I'm shy. I don't like no, singing.
0: I, no, I don't believe this. I shy. like to
1: sing in the shower. It's only
0: your natural timidity. I say, Pretend you're in the shower, and I'll throw this popcorn down
1: on you. No, no, no. I have to be naked, Peter, and then then it gets too <laughs> oh, weird. You can do so it. So we like, can, no, come no good, on. No. We can make it <laughs> We have to get wet. I mean, it's disgusting. What do you remember with the kids when
0: you just, you had to just do a makeup law by of something?
1: Oh, gosh. I don't know. I, I, I sing to the kids all the time, but it's nonsense. i, do, but that's I feel what feel ridiculous. Want. It Not, doesn't you have want to be nonsense? a whole song, I just want a
0: little bit. You can't leave here without it.
1: Okay. Yeah. This is what I sang to my last kid. Okay. And it makes no sense at all. I love that. Okay? Yeah. It's Iofayo, fio Io
0: Iofayo, Iio fio. Okay? Makes no sense. <laughs> but that kid will grow up knowing that you loved him in song. Yeah, her. her was <laughs> How many daughters now? Two. Two daughters. Two daughters. And the rest are all guys.
1: Yeah. Six boys so far.
0: Yeah. Well, they'll sing to you now. No. No. Yeah. Thanks, Peter. So great. So great to see you. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that wraps up another edition of the Popcorn with Peter Travers podcast. If you liked it, Be sure to subscribe and rate us. You can also find Popcorn on Twitter and Facebook at Popcorn ABC News. I also want to thank the people who helped produce this podcast. Angela Williams, Brian Fudge, Josh Cohen, David Fazekas, David Miller, Michael Rothman, Alexa Valiente, and the head of ABC News Digital, Dan Silver. I'll talk to you next Friday.